Hello there, ghosts and ghoulies. I'm here to talk to you about one of our lovely sponsors on the Four-Eyed Radio Network, Revenge Lover. Stand out from the crowd. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. Mention you heard it on the 4i Radio Network to receive 10% off your order. <laughs> now enjoy the rest of the program. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. I am Steve-O and joined with me always is our mystery celebrity guest. Lynn Shay. Lynn Shay, thank you for coming on on such short notice. Uh, I know you've had a busy schedule since, uh, I don't know who Lynn Shay is. Insidious. She's the old lady. Oh, damn. Yeah, you <laughs> haven't been working for two years now. Um, <laughs> or at least anything I haven't seen. Um, anyways, yes, we are back. Uh, yes, we, we had a we had a week off uh, last week. Uh, it wasn't because we didn't do a sh- we didn't want to do a show. It was uh, we won passes to an advanced screening of Annabelle Comes Home, which we will be reviewing and talking about at the end of the uh, the podcast. Um, I just want to give a shout out to uh, the Geeks Who Eat, uh, Sarah and Matthew Stubbs. Go ahead and follow them on Instagram, Twitter, all that great stuff. Uh, Web page, I believe, is... uh, Two Geeks Who Eat. Yeah, Two Geeks Who Eat. Um, And they're all over the place. So go ahead, find them, give them a like, all that great stuff. Um, Of course, if you're trying to find people to be like, hey, I, I, I really dig this podcast. I would like my friends and relatives and other people I associate with to listen to it. Uh, and you're trying to figure out, they have so many different devices. What, what can you listen on? Well, you can go to 4iradio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, Player FM, uh, Google Play Music, Google Podcast App, Spotify and Pod Chaser, and also if you want to try to help out the show or anything like that, I know you probably won't, and this is not because you don't want to or anything like that. I understand. I I do it too. It's the Amazon app. It's so much easier to use. It's amazing. It works wonders. But if you're back in the Stone Age, uh, you can go to Amazon. You you can go to foriradio.com and click on the Amazon banner and shop like you normally do. We'll get a little taste if you do. Um, and again, uh, Anna, hopefully you still have access to the email account uh, yes. because we did get an email uh, that we will – exactly, yeah. And I know your people are like, what? You read emails? Yes. If we get them, we'll, we'll read them. Uh, and you can email us at uh, notanotherbhorrorcast <clears throat> at gmail.com. I don't know if it's, uh, if it's my voice right now or I just feel really muffled on this thing. Um. What else am I trying to remember? Oh, yeah, we're also on Instagram and Twitter, at BeHorrorCast. Uh, very easy, very crazy. But, yes, we are back. We took a week off. Uh, like I said, we got to see a free uh, screening. So I will uh, get to the meat and potatoes 
of the first portion of the show because that's this technically this is the meat and potatoes of the show because i realize how long our intro actually is <laughs> with catching up and talking about random stuff getting on tangents and then we finally get to a little bit of our news uh which we do have this week and of course our movie reviews so uh we'll try to not make it a uh, super crazy long but we also don't want to make it super crazy short because i realize if we cut out the first 20 minutes our podcast is like 30 minutes oh and damn no one, and no one wants that People yeah. want to. People want to be sucked in for an hour. Be like, oh yeah, that's it, right there, right there. You like that? Yeah. Uh, but anyways, yeah. So we are back, um, and uh, I guess we'll catch up. Uh, what have you been up to in the last week and a half? I guess. Uh, well, we saw Annabelle comes home. Um, I uh, wrote a couple more papers. Um, I'm working on a biology paper right now, so that's super exciting. I have it mostly done. I just have to fill out some form that just verifies like where I got my information. And always, always, always focus on science. That's what I say. It's just easier. You don't have to worry about shit, so just do it. Yeah, biology's hard, though. Well, actually, the funny thing is the biology part isn't even the part that's kind you of You finally said that me. in a way that actually, like, worked. We were like, biology's, like, hard. When other people biology's are like, oh, my God. Hard. Like, marriage after a week and a half is, like, hard. Biology's hard. Life is hard when things don't go the way you thought they were because you're an oh asshole and shit just hits the floor and you're like, oh, my God, how did this happen to me? Oh, that's right. I didn't do stuff. But anyways, yeah, so you're doing biology. Yeah, which, honestly, the biology aspect really isn't that difficult to me at this point in time. It's probably going to get real difficult really quickly. But my issue right now is trying to verify that, or basically trying to fill out the stupid form that's asking me, oh, what is this other person's, like, body of work? I'm like, I don't know. I just know that I found this article, and now it's there. So, oh, uh, this is actually sorry, just random tangent. I decided uh, to get uh, this out of the way and and, and do a little experiment. Mm -hmm. So, for the listeners uh, that we have at our job Mm -hmm. that actually listen to some of that, uh, I'm going to say a secret word right now. Uh, Basically, all you have to do is email me uh, either pretty much this week because things run out, but uh, go ahead and email me the secret word. And I will give you a B, above and beyond. Oh, there you I'll go. I'll give you the BA points. A and B award. A, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I'll yeah. give you some of those because i got to get rid of them. I just want to see how many people out there are listening to I, I, I know for a fact we have one. Yes. Um, and then some people download some of that. But if they do listen, just just send me an email with this word, snickerdoodle. Ooh. You don't have to put anything in the subject. You don't even have to... Uh, uh, like right, like I listen to the podcast. All you have to do is say snickerdoodle. Just write snickerdoodle, and I will award you with some points. Snickerdoodles are delicious. No, they are. But I uh, need to find a keto way to make it. That's the other thing. Is starting today, I am going back on keto, and I've been good so far today. Which is funny because like which is funny because now you're drinking a beer. Well, technically, as long as I only drink one beer, it's still keto. So, um, yeah, I'm totally getting my. Beer belly. <laughs> Although I like your stomach, it's cute. Well, it's not um, like super huge, but I definitely know I'm all like, yeah. Yeah, I I'm, was like sitting down. Well, I realized I realized I'm back up to normal status almost of drinking every day oh, and having yeah. three to four beers a night. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's. Uh, I'm guessing something something in my life is stressful. I wonder what the fuck that could be. I have no idea. Um, 
Yeah, so I... Uh, bonus points if you can guess what's making Steve stressful. <laughs> you get a second A and B award. Um, Within 24 hours. Yes. Um, <laughs> God, I don't care anymore. So... Oh, that was the other thing I was going to say. So, yeah, previous to this, like, I know I've been saying, like, for a while, like, oh, I need to go back on keto. And I keep, like, saying, like, oh, starting today, I'm going to be keto. And then someone brings in donuts. And I'm like, starting tomorrow, I'm going to be keto. But today, I was good. There was donut holes and there was a cookie that I really wanted to eat because it's, like, this pumpkin cookie. It's, like, pumpkin chocolate chip cookie. And it was freaking delicious. And I think it's on fries. And it's super, like, light and delicious. And I really, really wanted it. And I didn't have it. And I'm super proud of myself. I interrupted you. Sorry. Oh, you just said you were saying pumpkin, but it's it, it, the first it was like plumpkin or something like that. I'm like, I want a pumpkin now. Yeah. It's a, a pumpkin cookie. Oh, Ew. it's a pumpkin penis cookie. Oh. It's a pumpkin. You went some I thought you were gonna be like a uh, pumpkin uh fuck, what's that? Plum cookie. And I was like, oh. Ew. 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 God no. But uh yeah. yeah. That's whenever you have like it's not a what are they called? It's called a blue waffle. <sighs> no. What is it called when it's like plums that are dried out and I'm blanking it? Prunes. It's a prune cookie, which sounds disgusting. Um, anyways. Isn't that kind of like like a, a, like a dick move? Actually, now that I think about it, when those two, uh, when uh, grapes and, become, uh, and plums, they shrink. So right off the bat, you're like, oh, what is, what is this wine made of? It's like grapes just sounds like it, yeah you know it's, it's, like, very, it's made out of raisins. Uh, no no like, no yeah. no pun intended but it's very Greek yeah it's very like you think of that with uh, all that kind of stuff and then also with plums like plums plums it's a fun plums and then afterwards like once they shrivel away become what they are what they really are it's all like <laughs> you want some raisins like you know no one ever just you want goes, a prune yeah prune like you always got to put a weird. <laughs> Like emphasis, emphasis on those emphasis weird, on the yeah. weird syllables. I can't wait to eat my prune. Yeah, and also, why is it always prune juice instead of plum juice? Like plum juice sounds so much better than prune juice. Well, because prune juice is used for like one thing, and that's just to get your shit going. And that's disgusting. Like, why can't you have like plum juice before it gets all like shrivelly and <laughs> so? <laughs> I don't is, know is that, why. Is that the technical term when they found, what happened to your plums? Oh, they got all shrivelly and, <laughs> what are you going to call them? Ah, uh, prunes? Yeah. Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? It's basically prunes or whenever you look at the plum and go, ew. Ew, prune, ew. 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 Pruning. Prune. That sounds like my QVC special. Pruning with Steve. No. And then it turns out you're just trimming the bushes. Um, <laughs> well, my, but I'm, I'm, I'm just manscaping. <laughs> They're like, um, I didn't specify which I, bushes. I guess I, I guess I want the product. It's blurred out, though. I can't see yeah. anything. You're like, man, look at this. Just zoom in here. Yeah, zoom in. It's just, <laughs> it's just all blurred. The pixelated. Uh, <laughs> It's all just. This is why I can never have anything like that. Anything nice? No, just like if anyone gave me access to actual media and putting (laughs) me on the air or doing something like they're gonna. That would be frightening. They're gonna regret it. Uh, yeah. So actually, we we had a we had to cancel you. Oh, because no ratings. No, the ratings actually were the best ratings we've seen in years. It was just the fact that what you were doing was what the fuck. (laughs) I feel you know what. I bet that uh, the creators of Rick and Morty had the same thought. They probably thought that they were going to get canceled. So, anyways, um, 
shout out to the Rick and Morty podcast, podcast CU-137. Um, uh, sure. I, we don't have anything to do with the show personally. We just enjoy it. Uh, but thank you for the, the shout out. Uh, we got on, yeah, the prunes. So what were we talking about? We're talking about your week, right? Then we went to oh, prunes. yeah. We're talking. I don't oh, yeah, even know cookies. how we got onto prunes. Oh, well, you mentioned I was talking cookies. about cookies. That's right. And wow, I said plumpkins. That, that's a fucking jump. We were talking about cookies and then <laughs> we, we said ended plumpkin. up. And then we got plumpkin. So a plumpkin is a penis, is a pumpkin cookie shaped in the shape of a penis. Um, and actually you could probably put whipped cream on top. You should be able to call it creaming. Cream. <laughs> it's a creaming plumpkin. Creaming pumpkin. Yes. Sounds like a really instead great of the email smashing band. instead of the smashing pumpkins. Oh, it's a it's a it's a cover band. The uh, the creaming yes. pumpkins, and they just do parody songs of smashing pumpkins. Smashing pumpkins. But that would when only be like two songs. They were right here in my hand. We need to find somebody who can sing like that, dude. Um, I can if I listen to yeah. the thing, because uh, the one guy can... Well, I have... Uh, what's his face? I just have... Well, fuck it. We'll just do a cover band with uh, Dave Mustaine. <laughs> I'm Dave <laughs> Mustaine! <laughs> Where the fuck are my cookies? They were right <laughs> in my hand. Dave Mustaine here. I got throat cancer. God, just like the pipe. <laughs> He had rats go through the street. Oh! <laughs> he had blood in his pee. Oh no, I just kept coughing up blood to the heroin. Probably was. Um, Little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. What was it you said on break that had me dying laughing? I can't remember what we were talking about. Oh, fucking. About. Oh, it was the, it was the, well, anybody who has so-and-so on top of them. And then I just oh, went yeah, like, well, it. yeah. Then I was just like, ah. Uh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, Anyways. Visual, kids. Uh, Get a time machine. Visual. <laughs> Anyways. Um, um, yeah, so your week is uh, <laughs> school and yeah, trying to just get it back on Ridiculous track. jokes and plumpkin. And, um. Yeah, I'm going to have to make Mary listen to this episode now. So, uh, I wouldn't. Anyways, back to pumpkins. Mary, uh, if you are listening to this episode and you actually made it this far, my apologies. Well, she's able to make it through life as shit. So, yeah, but that's like, I mean, you got you got the charming Patrick. That's and he's true. Just like, oh. with this one, I have no idea how she would deal. I'm pretty sure she'd shut it off after two minutes. Yeah, she'd be like, "What am I listening?" If to? she was smart. Ew. Um, L. Um, oh, now <laughs> what? I don't know. Was just, anyways, uh, my apologies. No, you're good. Other uh, than that, it's really just been school and hanging out with. I hung out with Trinkinink a couple times. Oh, we went out to lunch with Bones. Oh yeah, so right, we, we went to uh, uh, Pedal House. Yes, um, Pedal House Brewing in Tempe, and it was very, very, very good. good. Um, I got a Philly cheesesteak, which was delicious, and some truffle fries, and I was just like. Oh, and I got mm, the chicken pot pie. Fries. Oh. And I got the chicken pot pie, which was very good. And it actually sort of looked like a souffle because the top was extremely poofy and light and delicious. Um, anyways, other than that, I can't really think of anything else I did. So what about you? Uh, just the same old work. Um, uh, saw the movie and uh, haven't really done much. Uh, just like the pied pipe. <laughs> just like the pied. What about me, Steve? We've been hanging out on the res. What do you want? No, I've never been. Yeah, 
I was singing songs to the Cherokee. <coughs> oh, yeah. Now I found the pitch. There I think we it's go. Patch- no, it's not Apache. It's either Apache or Tana. Whatever. Tana Anyways, I ran into a Native American named Akunta Kente. Yeah. I thought it was Jeremiah. I, I think you were watching Roots. Oh. Oh, you're right. Never left the house. <laughs> Dave Mustaine. Again, I apologize. I don't know why Dave Mustaine is in this podcast. Does he have anything to do? Like No. Just no, he doesn't. But it's okay because I'm the new crypt keeper. Oh God, yeah. He Hello, is. ghost and ghoulies. <laughs> <laughs> he looks the part. Fuck. <laughs> no, uh, no, no. I'm just surprised I was able to do. I'm like, I can't go like the the normal yeah. like. <laughs> so you had to take it down. So you have to take it down to Dave Mustaine, and then it's all like. Well, how far can I get up? So it would have to be like, <laughs> That's more. Yeah, that would be it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you really TNT's just all like, hey! <laughs> John, what? I was listening to this bullshit podcast. We all do. Okay, we I, all I'm, do. Okay, stop with your Tommy was a impersonation. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, and this guy mentioned Dave Mustaine as Crypt Keeper. Fuck it. Let's go for it. Man only has probably eight years left. Oh, yeah, that was the other thing we talked about was the room this weekend. Um, but we're not going to mm. talk about it on the air because I yeah. don't want someone to steal your idea. Oh, that's true, yeah. We're thinking of doing a Kickstarter with something. But Anyways, um, but, yeah, other than that, I don't know if we did much. Oh, yeah. we went to uh, Smoke and Fins oh, yeah. twice within the past couple of weeks, and it was delicious. And um, then, yeah, no, it was just. Oh, and I got a pedicure with my friend Candace. Uh, that was a lot of Oh, fun. yeah, that was Father's Day. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that, yeah. I don't know why I had to say it like that, but yeah. I don't know either. But, uh, yeah, other than that, it's just been kind of a low-key week. Uh, looking forward to um, the <laughs> weekend. <laughs> yep, weekend is good. And then, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I think that's going to wrap up the uh, uh, news portion. Or the no, not the news portion. portion. Yeah, catching up portion, I guess. Um but uh, we do have a little bit of movie, uh, horror movie news and stuff, and then we also have our uh, movie. So we'll go ahead and uh, dive right in. Dive right in. Dive on in. Uh, to news. It's time for horror news. Okay, now I feel like I need to redo all the drops. <sighs> And just have them done by Dave Mustaine. <laughs> and now it's time for horror news. Which I was thinking about it, like for the next person who could probably play the Crypt Keeper, at least looks wives, and you really wouldn't even have to add have to add that much like makeup and prosthetics is Keith Richards. Oh uh, damn. How would he be though? I'm not saying he has to do the voice. I'm just saying he looks like... But I kind of want him to now, so I'm trying to think of Keith Richards. Richards. Well, he's like like the Johnny Depp thing, right? Yeah. All right, so let's go. Where's the rum going? Hold on, I have to to find that one again. It's in the Rolodex. My favorite line that Johnny Depp ever said was, Me, I'm dishonest. And a dishonest person you can always trust to be dishonest. Honestly, it's the honest ones you want to watch out for because you can never tell when they're going to do something completely stupid. stupid. 
So you can Oh, have... wait. Okay, I gotta... Okay. Now I'm, like, diving into my Barbosa. He's all like, <laughs> Oh, thank you, Jack. Oh, you're welcome. No, no, we named the monkey, monkey Jack. Jack. <laughs> I love how, like, the delivery just... We named the monkey Jack. <laughs> just like this... Yeah, I don't I know. For, I forgot I had a Barbosa, but yeah. So Keith oh, Richards, yeah. the Crypt Keeper, would be like, Hello there, ghosts and ghoulies. <laughs> There's my fucking cigarettes. I was just going to uh, say it sticks a hit off a joint. There's a fucking. Hold on. Fucking. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, so this story's about a fucking skeleton, and he's gonna fuck right off. Let me play you a little. Bing, bing, bing. <laughs> he just has the guitar. Where's there. my heroin? Yeah, where's my fucking? Why? Why? Why is the heroin gone? <laughs> I feel like because like Johnny Depp is more like a higher version of that. Yeah. Like, why? Why? Why's that? Why's that? Uh, but I feel like Keith Richard at this point, he probably has a really, oh, it's right down. He's got the gruff. Yeah. He's got the shit. The rocker voice. I don't even know what band I'm fucking in anymore. It's rolling something. Fucking rolling. Oh, fucking Josh Rowland. Josh Brolin <laughs> or something. Yeah, fucking, I really hope rolling, to God rolling, rolling. that Mary is not fucking listening to this because this, this is terrible. <laughs> I even know for a fact. I'm it's gonna, terrible and I'm loving it. I already know for a fact everyone's going to be like, have you ever even heard Keith Richard talk? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> but either way, I, if it's not him, like if it's not even remotely close to that, which I'm pretty sure it's not, like right after this, I'm probably going to find an interview with Keith Richards just to see what he sounds like. If it is close to it, I'm going to be very surprised. But if it's not, I just develop a brand new, just British, like fucking rocker yeah. character where I'm just like, fucking. I just want to get to the fucking store, you know? The aging uh, British rocker. Oh, there's my fucking arm. It fell off. I thought, I guess I have leprosy. (laughs) (laughs) I feel sorry for everyone listening. I'm really, I'm enjoying this. I just want to keep doing it, but I'm going to stop. Um, no, no, it's fine. I was enjoying just watching you literally get into the character. The Princess Bride Star. The what star? The 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 saw. You know the sawing and first. The saw star. Anyways. Anyways. So jumping into news. Yeah, please stop me. So Princess Bride and Saw star Carrie Elwes joins Blumhouse's remake of Black Christmas, which I have never seen. Black Christmas. So cool. So this is very interesting. Mm-hmm. So Black Christmas is the original that came mm-hmm. out, I believe, in the seventies. Mm-hmm. Then you have a um, you have a remake, I believe, sometime in either the late nineties, possibly early two thousands. Uh, does not, I don't think, does well. I'm not sure. And then this this was like to me, this is a pro- project uh, IP that I didn't even think to be like. Okay, yeah, yeah black, where's where's a Black Christmas? Oh, Not yeah. even on my radar kind of thing. And then this comes out, like, boom, out of nowhere, Blumhouse, like, oh, we're doing a remake. So I'm like, okay, cool. So next Christmas 2020, boom, there'll be a new one. They're like, no, it's out this year. Oh. So already you're in your head of space of just like, oh, shit. Um, he's coming in. Yeah. Uh, you're probably going to get a couple of other cast people for it. 
Um, it'll probably be maybe an hour and 40 something minutes, mm-hmm. um, hour and change maybe, uh, low budget. Uh, it's v- honestly simple. You could do this within like probably a few months, like filming it at least and stuff like that. I'm not going to say just because not, and not saying like filming is easier by any stretch of the imagination, meaning because you really only have one setting. It's the house. That's it. Like you probably have like maybe a, a cut to a police station or, or like the outside of the house, but the inside of the house. So it's a very like you're not going too many places with this uh, movie. It's kind of in one setting, so you can kind of just boom, 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 and get a lot of the shots done, do everything you need to do, and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, I'm actually really curious. This is like uh, uh, you know, Blumhouse is just like the they're like, oh, what's some old properties no one's touching? What yeah. can we do with it? Because they are just grabbing things. And going, okay, what can we do with this? So it's interesting. So we all know him from Princess Bride, um, Black Christmas. Uh, what was it? Saw. Um, so wait, so uh, question. I just saw it says Carrie Elways and then parentheses saw and then Stranger Things 3. Is he going to be in Strangers, the third season of Stranger Things? Oh, he could be. I know they dropped a new trailer today. I have not watched oh. it. It definitely, everyone was, like, really pumped about it. So this one is interesting. Uh, well, actually, but anyways, yeah, so um, also, I'll finish this up because uh, we can talk a little uh, um, uh, Stranger about Things. About, okay. Um, but, uh, Man, yeah, so uh, it's, it's just very interesting with this movie where I'm just like, so it basically has a release date of December 13th. Oh, okay, of this cool. year, so you're like, okay, uh, very interesting. So I am very, I, I'm, I'm curious because I've never seen the remake, the the the, the first remake, I guess, which is uh-huh. weird to say. I remember seeing, I believe, the original, just because I remember my mom seeing it. She said she actually saw that in theaters. Huh. Uh, so uh, I'm kind of curious to watch it. Yeah. And then I'm also kind of curious because. I think, if I'm not mistaken, but Black Christmas was like one of the first uh, slasher kind of films in that early part of like the 70s or the late oh. 70s of just like showing you actual gratuitous violence and gore. Like the blood, because you would find the bodies, like they'd be like the girl with the bag over her head, but they actually showed her where it looked like she suffocated. And it was a lot of that kind of stuff, which actually, then if you think about it, if this came out in the late 70s, it paved the way to then we got. Friday the 13th, uh, Freddy Krueger, all that kind of stuff. Because if you realize in the first Friday the 13th, like you you really didn't see too many of the actual deaths happening. Yeah. But you saw the aftermath. And that was a big like, oh, shit, that body got fucked up, like kind of thing. So it's very interesting, like how that's – because I, I think my mom, she mentioned it. She's like, yeah, I saw it in theaters. It was like one of the first like – horror movies that was you know actually had kind of violence and kind of gore because most of those in the time yeah psycho has it but it really doesn't show you it it just shows the knife her screaming and it kind of doing this and then you see like the quote-unquote blood which everyone now knows is hershey's chocolate syrup uh that was oh i thought it was just ink no, they it actually chocolate syrup? they just had like chocolate syrup because huh. they realized it looked the same uh, um, color as fake blood, and they're like, "Why don't we just use this?" Because it's probably cheaper, yeah. And the only reason I know that fact because I was talking about this. I remember going to uh, I think uh, Hollywood Universal Hollywood, and we they actually had mm. the the Bates house there, uh, and, and like the set lot that you can go to and mm-hmm. stuff. Of that and I remember them actually talking about the different effects and stuff like that they would use, and so maybe that's where I really got fascinated with just learning about maybe. movies. I don't know. But uh, you're about to say something, and I'm sorry. No, you're good. Well, actually, two things. So first of all, um, I feel like I should probably look up a list at some point. 
that just lists like horror movie first, like literally like the her- first horror movie that was created, and then like the first more movie like horror movie to show like gratuitous violence, the first movie to show a death on screen. The well, first I believe movie to do, quote unquote, you know, depending on which one, which film you can actually find. The technically the very first horror film was actually the Frankenstein movie that was actually done by Thomas Edison. Oh. Okay. But it wasn't really much more of a horror, I think, because I think it was just based off of the book more, and I'm not sure if they did, like, it was like a quote-unquote play adaptation, (laughs) but good luck trying to find a copy of that silent film, because that was one of those things that you can see bits and pieces of it, but But there's not not a full thing. Then, if you flash forward, the next one would probably, I believe, and I could be completely wrong, but I believe the next one would be Nosferatu. See, that's what I was thinking that the first one probably was, but I wasn't sure. Um... But yeah, so also I wanted to touch on this really quick. So the people who are in, jumping back to uh, uh, the Black Christmas remake. So um, Elise Shannon from Charmed, Brittany O'Grady from Star, Lenny Donahue from The Goldbergs and Jane the Virgin, and Caleb Eberhardt from Choir Boy. Uh, some of those names sound sort of familiar. I figured I'd list them out in case people actually can, like, actually do recognize them. Um, so I thought that was kind of, but, like, I prefer it whenever they actually, like, list out the people who are going to be in it besides, like, oh, by the way, this person's going to be in it. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, okay, well, who else? Because, like, it, I don't know who these people are, but maybe somebody else does. And maybe, like, that'll be, like, a triggering point of, like, oh, maybe it won't be so bad. Um, anyways. Uh, um, but anyways, since we're talking a little bit of, um... Stranger Things mm-hmm. actually just pulled up the uh, official final trailer because oh, I haven't watched it yet. So if you want to come over here and we'll watch it, Perfect. and then we can discuss, and then we can talk a little uh, Stranger Things stuff. Because I around this way, so I yeah, can that's listen. fine. <clears throat> I figure it keeps. Uh, I can keep the uh, <clears throat> what's it called going. Uh, uh, fuck, what was it? Oh yeah, the Stranger Things that popped in my head that I was thinking about. So. Let us in. And now... You are going to have to let us stay. Does it make sense? I closed the gate. What if he never left? What if we locked him out here with us? He'd want to attach himself to someone again. A new host. It's building something. No matter what happens, we have to stop him. Together. Now it's time. We are going to end you. We are going to end your friends. And we are going to end everyone. Kids are in danger. We need to end this. I can fight. Better than any of us. But I need you safe. 
you guys probably just have audio if you haven't checked it out go check out that uh final trailer for uh stranger things season three which uh you think it's the last one yeah i think that if this one isn't the last one the next one will be no i knew that for a fact because i remember them saying like we're not going to drag it out we have a story we just need so many seasons to tell the story and I remember them going like, we can wrap it up in three seasons, we will. But if we feel like we need another season to closure everything, they did talk about um, w- a, a fourth season. So, Which would make me laugh so hard because there's that whole thing about like no, like almost no show gets past three seasons on Netflix. So then if Stranger Things ends after three seasons, it's like, ah, shit, even they couldn't break it. I don't think so. Like there, if, if that's the case, if they were like, look, no one goes past three seasons unless you're Bojack Horseman, yeah. uh, <laughs> which I'm worried or about. Hopefully, yeah, Big, big Mouth because they it's like they had the they had the two seasons and a and a Valentine's Day special, and you're like, uh, do you, do you get another season or are you done after that? I'm hoping. Um, yeah, I do and too, also Disenchantment. I love, yeah, dis- well, Disenchantment's already been like boom, boom, boom. Like it, it, it's uh, going for at least until twenty, either twenty twenty two or twenty twenty one they signed on for so and we got like the first half last year and the second half is dropping this year so it's going to be interesting so i'm just curious if they might just be doing what rick and morty did where they saw how well the first part did they were like okay you're going to get the second part in case you need to you know wrap it up kind of thing and then they were like no we like it so we're going to keep it going so maybe they're sitting there they're able to just draw right get everything done so then you can actually get like a part one in the beginning of the year part two at the end of the year or something like that but We'll see. I, again, I'm not anything. But, oh, yeah, so Stranger Things. So this has been, like, one of the first Stranger Things seasons that had kind of a lot of product placement. Oh, yeah? Meaning such as a lot of people are doing deals with them. They're oh. trying all this kind of stuff. So basically they're bringing back New Coke uh, because New Coke takes place in this time period. I believe this is 1985. Uh, and just, like, there's a lot of stuff they're just tying in with this movie and a lot of, like, you're seeing a lot of that stuff outside of, um, you know, like all these places. Like, oh, yeah, we'll totally do something with uh, Stranger Things. Dude, how know? happy were Ego that they actually right? like, put oh, their branding yeah, on that's it? That's what I'm saying. Like, their <clears throat> sales must have skyrocketed after the first season. Like, good yeah, lord. Yeah, right? So it's just one of those things. But, yeah, no, it looks – that looked fucking intense. Even yeah. I was just like, holy okay. fuck. So – Question for you. Uh-huh. Steve, the character. Steve. Yes. He was only in there a couple times. Do you think that he's the conduit now? Because that's what it looked like to me. Oh, it looked like that. Well, it looked like they were setting it up to be the um, uh, 
the older brother uh, from the last season. It was kind of yeah, yeah. like the big dick because mm-hmm. it looks like it's him who's oh. in the barn and whatnot. But if you listen to the voice of the creature, like when it's talking, it sounds like it's connected with somebody, but that person sounds like Hopper. Oh, Fuck so, me. so I'm wondering if they're pulling a like we're gonna build it up to be this person, but then it turns out he was just trying to get close to Hopper, and then he's able to oh, do it at a certain part, dude. and because it sounds like it sounds like him, like when he's talking, where he's yeah. all like, "You let us, you let us in. No, we want to stay. Yeah. You know? And then I'm hearing the voice. I'm like, that sounds like it sounds like two things are talking. Yeah, it's like a symbiote, so to mm-hmm. speak. Um. So that's fucking interesting. So well, I, I see. I mean, it's right around the corner. Most likely we'll probably do like a binge and then probably the next week episode might just be talking about like Stranger Things. And so. also, dude, look at those kids' voices dropped. <laughs> like, oh, like, yeah. Like, because he's like last season, he's like, la, 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 and then it's this trailer. He's like, yeah, so I'm like, well, that's, a, well, that's another thing. It's all like, how long, how long could you have this series going? Because it's like the kids are going to age out. Yeah. You know, it's like you have to constantly – that's why it's like – what was it? Like the first one's 1983. The next one was 1984. Uh, this this one's 1985. So, so it makes just, sense that his voice would drop. But then like, – yeah, But it's like also like – but like, it's like, yeah, they're getting older. Mm-hmm. It's like this kind of thing. That was the other thing. We have to, we have to film the one uh, really quick and then – because when we have them come back, we can't be like, oh, these kids look really fucking old. This is supposed yeah. to be the same summer or something like that. <laughs> um, unless they probably push it like a few summers later or oh, something maybe. like that. Which would most likely uh, – I'm not Hollywood, but Hollywood would just be like, well, duh. <laughs> yeah, they write that out. Well, duh. duh. A bunch um, of U's, a bunch of H's. Yeah, so um, it's just interesting. Um, this I'm super uh, – actually, two things I'm super pumped about, but this one I'll jump into first. So, of course, with uh, Halloween approaching mm-hmm. uh, f- uh, and the Adam family, Adam's Family um, movie, movie coming out, they're going to be releasing the Funko Pops. Woo! And I'm so excited because I saw the Wednesday one and I was right. Her hair is tied in nooses. nooses. And I'm that like, is that so is funny. amazing. Uh, but it looks like you're going to get – like it looks like they have uh, Morticia, Gomez, uh, Wednesday, and Pugsley. Uh, they also have Uncle Fester and uh, oh shit, Lurch, and Lurch is with Thing. Oh, Lurch and Thing are gonna. That's oh, gonna be probably so a hard one to find. I guarantee. Probably. It. Yeah. Uh, why are we talking about? We just we're, we're speaking of a, about of of a Lurch. Yes. Not the. Oh yeah, because uh, my friend said something about lurching, and it maybe. Anyways. Um. um <clears throat> So. But uh, yeah, and then this I was blown away with. Um, first off, fiftieth mm-hmm. anniversary of Scooby Doo, nice, which blows my fucking mind. But they are finally releasing the complete series Scooby Doo Where Are You series. Mm-hmm. Might I add, I can't just say the complete series because there's so many different. Incarnations of things, and plus the new one that's going to be coming out. Oh, yeah, that actually brings me to that. I'll I'll bring that up after this. But, yeah, so they have this huge uh, creepy mansion. Scooby-Doo box set, limited edition, comes with, uh, looks like, five discs behind the scenes stuff. You get an encyclopedia of Scooby-Doo. You get a little uh, pop vinyl keychain. It looks like Scooby-Doo is holding a sandwich. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, this will be available in stores, uh, on September 3rd, 2009, uh, gift set will 2019. 
No, 2019. I'm like, yeah, it already came out. Uh, <laughs> gift set will include, uh, yeah, all 41 episodes of the original series Scooby Doo, Where Are You? released on Blu ray for the first time, as well as a digital copy of the series. Ooh. This must sound about. Oh. I might be getting one of those. Oh, you are. I want it so bad. It's like I, no, said, I, I, I almost did it with the Batman animated series. Like I so I was like, it's. I mean, the complete series is out, and I can buy it on Blu-ray, but I just haven't yet. And like, this is another one where I'm just like, I fucking want this. Yeah, if you don't so, buy it for yourself, I'm buying it for you. So, but yeah, super excited about that. But also, speaking of Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo is also coming back yet again <laughs> uh, with uh, Scooby Doo. Guess who? Uh-huh. Uh, animated series. I think the first episode actually drops in July, um, and they're going to actually do. Bring, they're basically bringing back the mm-hmm. old uh, classic Scooby Doo movies, which was a hour long episode of Scooby Doo, and they had guest stars on there, and it would always be like old guest stars. Like they actually had Batman and Robin on. Um, they had uh, Don Knotts, of course. Um, all these uh, like old style celebrities and stuff of like that that and they honestly came on and did the show thing. So now it's updated with the mystery gang and you get brand new celebrities that are going to be on. So again, we're getting actually Batman's going to be back on, which he's actually going to be voiced by Kevin Conroy, which I'm nice. like that's awesome. Uh, Ricky Gervais, oh yeah, uh, is going to be on it. Weird Al. It uh, has an episode as well. Oh, so awesome. and uh, I think there's a an athlete. I don't know the athlete's name, and I think a singer. That are also oh, someone from The Voice, I think. But these people are coming in to do Madonna. I no, it's, no, Madonna's not on The Voice. <laughs> Madonna, I don't even think Madonna's alive. I mean, she could be an episode of Scooby Doo. She might be the Mummy. I'm not sure, but oh my god, that'd be amazing, Madonna Mummy. <laughs> well, it was a crack it. I know. But like now, way to ruin the setup. Well, I'm just curious though. Now I do want a horror movie just called Madonna Mummy, and it's just like this terrible B horror movie of Madonna turning but into. But I am very curious people. because uh, you heard everyone else talk mm-hmm. in the um, the the trailer for that Scooby Doo, except for Shaggy. Yeah, I was curious about that. And I'm curious is have they have they done the have is sh- do they have a Shaggy and and. And they're not releasing it, or is it uh, because Matthew Lillard obviously was not called back to do the Scooby Doo movie mm-hmm. to do Shaggy's voice? They actually got uh, shit. Who was it? Ah, oh, damn it! He was on. Uh, it's on Saturday Night Live. He was on. Uh, Sorry, I know I'm not being helpful. No, but no, I can't no, no. Think I'm of... trying to think. Well, uh, he was on episodes of How I Met Your Mother. He was the one that made the. Uh, he kept shredding everything. Shredding it. Oh, Will Forte. There we go. Got it. Oh, okay. Will Forte is yeah, uh, I would the, not vo- have gotten the that. voice of Shaggy in the movie that's going to be coming out, the CGI movie with all the Hanna Barbera characters, which I cannot wait for that. Does but, it actually sound like Shaggy? I don't know. That's the thing. Oh, okay. I have not heard him do a Shaggy. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Like the only person who's been doing Shaggy and has been doing Shaggy since he played Shaggy in the actual movie has was Matthew Lillard. Yeah. And and that was like the Sorry. the the joke I made when I first started watching the Scooby-Doo Mystery Inc. Oh yeah, that's where right. I was all like, wow, this guy this, it's a new guy. I clearly was like this is not Casey Kasem. Yeah. Like as soon as I heard I was like it's not Casey Kasem and this is why he was still alive. So I was like, interesting, but then I found out, and then I was listening, and his Shaggy's dad shows up in the show, and you're like, there's Casey Kasem. Like, that oh, was, he, he, so and I was cool. like, that was cool. Um, and then you have, um, and I'm like, wow, the Shaggy just sounds like the guy's doing an impersonation of Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard's Shaggy, and then at the credits show up, it's all like, Matthew Lillard, Shaggy, and I was like, oh, they literally just were like, 
Let's get the guy who played Shaggy to voice Shaggy. And funny. he did it. It was good and everything like that. And I was just like, that's awesome. And I'm like, you know, like, uh, like that's fantastic. But now I'm like, I don't know. So I have to hear the Shaggy because, like, don't get me wrong, Matthew Lillard, li- lo- I love the actor. He's he's a funny guy. He's a good guy, too. He's like one of the, he's not fucking weird and creepy, so that's like, yeah, good. But you can tell that it's him doing the you voice. You can tell it's him doing the voice. And so I'm curious because I'm like, I'm just saying it. Hollywood already. Like, just give me the job, man. Like, I'm the only Shaggy you need. And you don't even have to pay me like all the others. I'm cheap. <laughs> Rare, read. <laughs> like, shut up, Scoob. I'm Dave Mustaine. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Where the fuck did this guy get off? He's just coming in and doing his own damn thing. You son of a bitch. I'm gonna fucking kill you, Dave Mustaine. Rare, really? Murder. Like you're right, Scoob. We can plan it on one of those weirdos in a in a costume. That's true. You could, and you should. Like we'll totally now. just murder Dave Mustaine's face. Uh. Anyways. Rare, <laughs> yeah, race. Um. Uh-oh. Ray, I want your red track on rack. I'd like to, but I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I found the tracks, but I lost the train. Like, uh, maybe you're just wandering the naked tracks. <laughs> oh, damn. Okay, you know what? Now I turn around. She's probably dropped off, but Mary, if you're still listening, there are some, there are some Easter eggs in here there for you. There you go. If you can name that show, <laughs> which people can probably already figure out from the context. Um, anyways. anyways, but yeah, so that's going to wrap up all of our... Uh, horror movie news. Oh, we're not going to talk about the Chucky thing? Oh, shit, I totally skipped it. Oh, I meant to go that... Well, then you talk about it. You're so excited. Well, no, I was just going to... So apparently... Well, okay. I don't know all of the stuff that's going on, so this is my first time reading the episode. Um, Apparently, the Chucky movie rights explained why there's two Child's Play franchises. So the short version that I heard from you is this Child's Play movie... So basically, yeah, the, the original Child's Play movie... Um, uh, uh, was, uh, actually came out in, yeah, 1988, uh, MGM released the original one. So MGM actually has a lot of the, uh, rights and stuff like that. So of course, uh, Brad Dorif plays the voodoo serial killer, Charlie Ray, who puts his soul inside a Chucky or a good guy doll and then menacing and all that kind of shit unfolds. So in the new one, it's an AI and, uh, basically spoilers, if you want to know, Sure. Uh, anyway, so basically, how this one turns because it's all AI, voodoo's completely taken out of it. It's uh, it's basically the episode of The Simpsons, uh, Treehouse of Horror, with the evil Chucky doll, where the guy shows up and he's like, "Oh, here's your problem. Someone had the doll switch from good to evil, and he just oh. flips a switch." So basically, this guy who's working the factory has one of these good guy dolls and decides he's had it. He's had it with this company. I'm going to show them, and he takes all the safety guards off, I get apparently the doll, and then ships it out, and then I guess he, like, kills himself for whatever weird reason to progress the story. So it's just basically that. So basically what happens to Chucky is then he realizes anybody who, quote-unquote, is trying to take his best friend away from him, Andy, has to go. So that's why the doll goes on a murder rampage in that one. So unlike the traditional thing, but it looks like because of that... 
Uh, looks like this. Uh, it, there are certain things they couldn't use in the actual movie or even reference the original movie to kind of keep it like, hey, no, it's, it's it could still be in the same universe. We might even have a touch of like, oh no, voodoo is a big like could be it even could have been a thing in in the movie, mm-hmm. but we don't know because they had to cut all that kind of stuff out for whatever reason. MGM decided. Since they're going to be doing this show, they're going to be doing this movie, they're going to be doing a Child's Played series, which is probably going to be more canon to the actual original film, where I know uh, Brad Dorf is coming back to actually voice Chucky in that, so it's more of t- probably continuation of whatever the, the Andy uh, story is. Mm, okay. Or whatnot. So it's just it's just very interesting. But that's why I think Chucky probably had to take some changes and some liberties and stuff like that. So, so weird. I don't know which one is more creepy. I know. The new one or the – and it's weird. It's like is it the new one or the one where he's actually like turning where like his face becomes more and more kind of like human-like and shit like that. But yeah, so it's a it's an interesting mixed bag. So apparently a lot of – either a lot of people kind of liked the movie or they didn't like the movie – uh, I kind of uh, once I heard kind of like the synopsis of it, I was like, I'll check it out, but I'll probably just wait till it's on streaming. It'll probably hit HBO Go at some point pretty soon, so I was like, I'll just check it out there. Um, but it does make me want to go back and kind of be like, hey, let's because I, I we watched the first one, right? We reviewed uh-huh. that one, so we should probably. I want to go back and watch actually the second one and third one, and then even like the the ones where they just get really campy, which is really hard to say because by the second one it was already fucking campy. <laughs> but uh, Bride of Chucky and then yeah, that bullshit kind of thing. Se- yeah, Seed of Chucky. Of Chucky which and then I actually, always want to call it Spawn of Chucky. And then it, and then you, and then you got to go check out what was it like Curse of Chucky and Cult of Chucky were like the yeah. I think the last ones before they did this new movie. So it's just very interesting of like like where everyone thinks like why couldn't they do this and then you realize oh shit there's people with like a lot of copyright stuff still like yeah like no you can't do this or and it does make sense because maybe they and not so much to 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 ruin the movie so to speak more the fact that going like well if people go to the movie and watch it and then they see this whole thing are they going to assume that the movie that the after this is the movie and then this is the series continuation of that movie and then they're all going to be like well Chucky looks different Chucky's not has the same voice what's going on where's this voodoo stuff coming it could be like one of those things so maybe they just kind of kept it so separate from each other uh, to, to kind of quote unquote up the thing but I'll definitely check out the series the series I'm kind of I'm very interested because you're like how do you do a series with this yeah like kind of thing like which is kind of funny because I'm a little more interested in the movie than I am in the series. And it sounds like you're more interested in the series than you are in the movie. No, I'll definitely check out the movie because I want to see Mark Hamill's... Uh, Chucky. Yeah, Chucky and everything that in action and whatnot. Like, I'm like, I'm, I'm like yeah, I'll definitely check it out. But, like, I, I'm more like... Uh, basically, okay, the curiosity with the series is, like, how do you do a series? It, it was like taking... Uh, it, when they did a Friday the 13th series, but then Jason was nowhere in it. Like, are they just going to do – I'm pretty sure they're not going to do that. Where it's, not, where it's just like yeah. weird, like creepy stories of just who knows what. Terrible randomness. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, okay. But yeah, that's why it just intrigues me just going like, what are you going to do with the series basically? <clears throat> but yeah. anyways, I'm sure we'll get a trailer for that at some point and whatnot. But and about, about comes home. But without further ado, it's time for our – uh, movie review now of course uh, Annabelle comes home didn't has not come out yet uh, comes out this Friday we got uh, advanced screening a week ago actually uh, so we've been holding on to all this for quite some time so basically here's your spoilers 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 of course we'll talk about what we liked about the movie if we, we didn't like the movie what we didn't like about the movie talk about other ratings 
and then so on and so forth and give a rating of our own. But this is your warning. So if you haven't seen the movie and you want to go see the movie, stop it right now. Here's your spoiler, spoiler, spoilers. Uh, you have been warned. And without further ado, it is time for our movie review of the week. I bid you welcome. I am Dracula. Listen to them. Children of the night. What music they So um, everybody dies. I knew you were going to say that. No, I have to. Why? Because it's just my thing. Well, it sucks because you're really inaccurate with this one. I know, but it's it's funny to me, and I don't care what you think because I still find it funny. So all right, you're on mute now. So this movie <laughs> review is <laughs> so mean. Uh, but yeah, so Annabelle comes home. So of course uh, we reviewed the first Annabelle, which is. Uh, honestly right now on the bottom tier of the Annabelle series for me. Um, and of just the Conjuring series in general. Okay, so that's actually an interesting question. Which movie was worse, Annabelle or The Nun? Annabelle. Yeah, see, I agree. At least The Nun, I was like... At least The Nun had a couple good jump scares. Yeah, Annabelle, it was just whatever. It sucked. But, uh, but yeah, so Annabelle Creations, it's coming off the heels of Annabelle Creations, and of course uh, it ended that movie with... Um, the Warrens getting the the Annabelle doll. Mm-hmm. And then that's where the movie starts off. It's all like, oh, the, the dolls are doing this, and they're tape recording the, the interviews, and it's actually the original, well, not the original, but the, the pretty much the original story uh, from uh, when the Warrens obtained it. Now, the this story is a very interesting story because, uh, of course, in the first Annabelle movie, that is not the actual story. Yeah. Uh, the creations I like because we actually – and I was asking you about it because you know a little bit more about the Warrens and their museum and all that kind of stuff. But the fact that uh, like no one really knows where the doll came from and why, and why this powerful demon – is, ha- attached, is to attached to it. Like, no yeah. one knows any of that backstory. Yeah, because so, originally the uh, the mom of the nurse who originally got the doll, the mom just saw it in, I think, like a thrift store, st- store or, like, some, like, antique store, and she thought it was cute, and so she bought it for her daughter. So, basically, moms buying dolls for their daughters is what caused this whole shebang. But it's interesting, though, because uh, it obviously was in... It's like, but... Yes, that's where that's that's where the story begins. But then mm-hmm. you're like sitting there going like, but where? How did the doll end up there? How does you know? Yeah. There's all these other questions which are just kind of which interesting. is why I kind of like Annabelle Creations because it's like attaches this really dark backstory to it, and it's like we know that this isn't what happened, but wouldn't it be fun if this? Well, was the case? this gives you an idea, like yeah. of kind of like oh okay, you know, and uh, so yeah, so there's like this most pretty much this really powerful demon that has attached itself to this uh, doll. And this is pretty much like the most dyna- uh, 
demonic possession that the Warrens have. And they have a lot Mm -hmm. of like different weird, crazy things in their basement, which is really cool because you never really get to see the Warrens house. You got to see it a little bit, I think in conjuring two, a bit, yeah. Uh, you know, when they yeah. flash back with the daughter and little things and stuff like that. But um, you haven't, you only really see the Warrens outside of outside of their house. So this is actually everything that took place inside their house. Now, granted, yes, this story isn't true. Um, it's just based off of the Annabelle doll or whatnot. But I will say this: this was a fun. This is the most fun I've had at a horror movie in a while. It mm-hmm. was it was interesting. I was at the edge of my seat at certain points just because. Uh, it starts off very slow, but in and not in a bad way uh, because you're you're you have characters you already know, and then you're introducing these new characters, which are going to be pretty much your hub for the entire movie. These are the people who are going to take you on the journey. You know, you're going to be following these characters, so it's it's kind of nice for them to give you a little bit of a backstory, but not too deep of a backstory or anything like it's totally like crazy um, so much. Yeah. So. Uh, basically the Warrens leave town, which then answers the questions of, oh, do these, are they on another mission right now? And do we get to see that in the Conjuring 3 or is this just something completely different? Um, but yeah, so the Warrens obtain Annabelle. They put her in a case. They have a priest combine like, uh, oh, what's it called? Sanctify it? Is that the word I'm looking for? Or bless it. Uh, this the glass. Yeah, it's sanctified glass. Well, the sanctified glass, but I meant like they have to go in and like. Oh, like, they have to bless the doll. Bless the doll and everything like that, and they have to do that with all the items mm-hmm. uh, for so so many times and stuff like that. Um, and it's funny because they mentioned like, why don't you just destroy the items? And he's all like, well, if we did that, that would actually cause more problems. Then it's just better for us to pretty much keep a watchful eye on it. So. Um, so yeah, so they have all that kind of stuff that builds up and kind of gives you the thing. And they actually show you this thing, uh, like a little writing saying like, uh, the Warrens always said that the Annabelle doll has been the most cursed item they've ever obtained. And still to this day, it still scares the fuck out of them. Like kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So it's just like one of those things where it's like this ominous present, you know? Oh, so, and also I just wanted to take a moment and say that, uh, acknowledge that Lorraine Warren, the real life Lorraine Warren actually passed away this year. So, uh, I guess a moment of silence for her. Um, I will say I'm really bummed that I never got to meet her because I really, really, really wanted to go to that museum and like actually meet her and talk to her because I feel like that would have been really cool. Oh no, definitely. Um... But yeah, it's just one of those, it's one of those crazy things. So they leave town on one of their like missions or whatnot. And they leave. Uh, there's a babysitter and uh, their daughter, and then it's just like the friend comes over because she's kind of no- nosy, and then she basically is the pretty much. And it's funny because uh, she's basically the one that steals the keys, goes into the basement where all the things are, and starts messing around with stuff and. All this kind of stuff, and that's where basically hell breaks loose. But what I loved about it is everybody in the theater you're watching it with was like, no, 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 don't do that, don't do that. And you sit there going like, well, yeah, we all know. <laughs> yeah. Like, all this shit is bad. Like, don't do it. Like, what are you doing? But then also in my head, I'm also like, yeah, but she she literally was just all like, oh, I can't go in the basement? Okay, credits. Like, yeah. that's the reason why she takes us on this trip. So she goes down there, fucks with a couple of things, stuff a little happens, and then um, the doll... Um, she opened the case for the doll and then like the girls find her and they're like, what are you doing in here? And they put the doll back, but they don't lock the case and she ends up falling out. Mm -hmm. So then throughout the, before shit starts getting 
crazy. Like throughout the thing, you start seeing Annabelle somewhere, and then as soon as they go to look, like like they see it, like what the fuck? And then when they go to look back like, there, look it's, again, it's, yeah. it's gone. And you're like, okay. And I thought it was like the funniest part where she goes upstairs and sees um, the Warren's uh, daughter sleeping. And then she pulls the cur- the covers out a little bit, and there's the Annabelle doll, and we're all like, everyone in the audience is like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. Like, and then what I love is like, she has no idea what the fuck this thing yeah, is. Yeah, she just sees a doll, so, so she sees a doll. Like, but what I love because how it looks, she even just goes like, she gives this look <laughs> like, "Why does she have this?" And then she's just like, "Okay," and then she just leaves the room. We're all like, "Oh no! shit!" So yeah. that's what I loved about it because it's like you know shit's gonna go down, and it was just this fun like roller coaster throughout this movie where it, it would take you to a certain point, and then they. They would get out of that quote unquote jam. And then it was like, and then something new comes. Yeah. It's literally like a roller coaster where like you get through the first drop, you go back up and then you immediately drop again. And then you go through yeah. a corkscrew and yeah, then yeah. there's another drop. So, and you're like, so what, I, what I think why this movie is really high up there for me is the fact that you, they touched upon a couple of the items in the Warren's museum, whether they are true items or not, they're just placed there for the movie, but it starts opening up more questions and more things of like ooh, where when do we get to see this movie now yeah so there was these coins which was for uh, a thing called the fairy man oh yeah uh there was also this uh wedding dress with uh i believe the uh, murderous bride i think that was the name they attached to it where it's all like i think she went crazy on her wedding day and murdered a bunch of people but the the this this wedding dress is cursed now uh you also had this board game and i'm trying to remember the name of the board um, game feely wheelie feely wheelie which i'm now like curious if feely wheelie is anything of the sorts i uh, really want if it doesn't exist i really want it to exist now because i was like i kind of want to play that game and then they um what else was there there was although now that i think about it that would probably be like a super like it would be kind of a creepy ass game but you could make it like for like a sexual innuendo type of thing. oh yeah <laughs> anyways oh there's also the the tv that showed like the future yeah uh, apparently or a telephone. Showed, like a possible future. Yeah, a possible telephone. future. There was a telephone. Uh, we don't know what the telephone did, but apparently as soon as she picked it up on the TV, like it just killed her. Like she just. Yeah. And then the piano. I have no idea what was the deal with the yeah, piano. Yeah. So there's just all these. Oh, and the samurai the armor. Samurai, That's what I was trying yeah. to remember. So there's all these. Oh, new, and the, the wolf. Did we talk about the wolf? No, we did not talk about the wolf. Thank you. Yes. There was like, uh, yeah, this werewolf apparently like spirit or. So there's all this like stuff that just starts like you see and you're like, oh, that's so interesting. And then it starts coming alive. Or coming back, basically, because of uh, the, the Annabelle, Annabelle doll, doll is drawing the spirits is drawing the spirits to out into these items again. So it, it was really interesting. So literally, you get all these fun like horror movie tropes where they build up stuff and then they get to it, and you're like, "Holy fuck!" Uh, yeah. So they have some curious. Yeah. So it's just it was just this nonstop fun roller coaster ride. Um, and that's what I think I really enjoyed about it. Like story wise, it was kind of a basic story. It was just like parents go to town. We fucked up. Now we have to put everything back where it was. Everything's better. It was just kind of like basically that's like the beat by beat. Uh, but seeing the actual like monsters and spirits and just how things are played and where things go and stuff. And uh, it was just fun to me. It was just a really fun movie. Is there anything that stood out to you that you either really thought like, oh, this is like something new or just something like, oh, I like this. Uh, what was like one of your favorite like uh, creatures, I guess, or spirits or whatnot in the in the film that showed up? I will say I was kind of hoping that the ferryman would be a little more creepy because honestly, he just looked like a white dude. 
And I was hoping that it would look a little bit more like the creature that it showed in the book of like the the dude holding the lantern. And I was kind of hoping it would look like a little more like Grim Reaper esque. I thought that's what it was. Oh, that was the ferryman. Yeah. Oh, you think it was just the dude, the guy like in the background with the the coins on it? No, no, no. Those were all like the bodies. Okay, so he was using those as okay. Yeah. So those are all the bodies. So you know, you know when she like you see the eyes and they're up there and they're just floating and then they drop and then then she because the spirit that's how it was. It it had the lantern and then it just had the like it was just like basically because you could see it on the poster. Uh, To me, I I made a joke going like, oh, it just looks like Red Skull when he was in uh, (laughs) the Endgame area thing or whatnot. Uh, where they had to go get the, the, the soul stone. But yeah, it was like that, but he had like the, the, the uh, things the on it. So yeah, it did have the Grim Reaper kind of, that's why I was kind of like, I want to see more of that. Like where's yeah. this guy coming to play and whatnot. That's true. So I think I was like distracted or like looking at my, my watch whenever he like actually popped up at one point. So that's probably, yeah, why the, it wasn't notice. just those bodies that were just okay. standing there. Yeah. Those were just like, basically, basically the fear building, I think like to show you like, Oh, this is what's going to happen yeah. to you. Which like, also like, I will say that was the other thing that I'm like, okay, if like there's random coins dropping everywhere, don't fucking pick them up. Because like, I knew like the second she picked up the second coin, like that's saying like basically like giving herself to the ferryman. Yes. I'm like don't ever pick up the second coin. Um, um, but it was fun. But it's, again, it does all the tropes, like I, everything what not to do in a horror film, and yeah. these people do it. So it's just kind of. But like, I mean, like, and it, but it actually makes sense in this movie because this is before like all those like horror movies actually came out. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it makes sense that people because like now people would be like, oh, their door just creaked open. Fuck no, I'm out. And like back then, they're like, well, what's going on? And like especially like if you're not thinking about like anything like bad happening like you're just gonna be like oh what's going on yeah, yeah. you're not gonna be like hey oh my god i'm gonna go take a shower now because this house is super creepy they're just like what's no, that over there in the shower. forest is that a i'll go check it out no don't go oh you guys you're right it is a axe murder we thought you were a badger oh yeah. <laughs> exactly that's exactly what I'm talking about. But um, um, but yeah. So and then the other thing that I like that I would like to see more of was uh, the samurai outfit. Yes. So, so I'm was, really curious what it actually does. So it's interesting because like there's this part with the samurai outfit, and it just keeps moving. Like you don't see it, but it just kind of like appears in different areas of the house and some of that, which I thought was really kind of cool. I'm like, okay. And then like, as soon as it focuses on somebody, it just like, it was turning its head, like to look at uh, the one of the girls. And then like, she's staring at it, but it's got like, all you hear is like battles and war and like all this. And you're now thinking like, Okay, so this armor, yeah, that makes sense. Like, it's probably seen a lot of fucking war yeah, it's guts probably, and stuff like, like that. Literally drenched in blood, so it makes sense that it would be like haunted in some way. Yeah, but yeah, so. I'm very curious. Like, now I'm kind of curious if it's like making that connection of like, have you ever heard of like the thousand yard stare? Mm. And like the like the thing looks at you and like starts filling your head with like all of the war and the horrors that it's, and then like that's how it possesses you is like the more mm. you stare at it, the more of a hold it has on yeah. you. Yeah kind of thing um and then yeah like the feely wheelie thing like yeah. fucking whenever she came out of the closet and the like felt like was like trying to run out of the room and go so what I, uh, well, I have to back that up a little bit so the feely wheelie is a is a board game that was in the uh the basement of the warren's museum 
and it appears on one of the shelves and they go, oh, we're going to play it. And what I love about it is they go to play it and you're thinking like, oh, no, what's going to go down? Oh, something bad's going to happen. And then all of a sudden, like... Because it's they, literally like a square yeah, with it's a bunch a square of stuff box inside of with it. With stuff inside of it and you put your hands in and you can't see, but you have to kind of feel around and grab like whatever item you think is the card, the card you card. you pull. But what I love about it is they did such a great job with that where the first girl does it, like, before you even see what that thing does. Mm -hmm. She does it, grabs the thing, and they're done, and then shit goes through hours so no one touches the game again. And then at the end, uh, towards the end of the movie, where it's, like, doing a build-up or whatnot, it's all, like, it's, it's all, like, they're trying to open the door to get to the doll, and then, uh, like, the card flies out for a key. And you sit there, and you're like, oh, shit. And they're doing the thing where she's like, no, I'll do it. And the other girl's like, no, 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 I'll do it and whatnot. And finally, the one girl goes to do it, and the little daughter does it quick, like, first. And she puts it in, and everyone's, like, in the theater, like, oh, shit, no, 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 no. And then, boom, boom, she just comes out with the key. She's like, got it. (laughs) And I was like, that was such a fucking cool idea because you expected, okay, put the hand in. Something's going to go, oh, God, the other one's going to have to help him, and then something else is going to happen. So you're thinking, like, all right, well, what's the problem with this thing? And then, like you said, yeah. Then she gets out of the closet. She's like, run. And she goes to run. And then a hand comes out of, of the Feely box, box and, and grabs her ankle. Grabs her ankle. And then other hands come out. And then I'm like, oh, shit. Now, yeah. like, kinda- like it was the best twist on like that kind of thing. Because you always see like you reach into a hole. Yeah, and yeah, then, right. Like, your arm gets grabbed and yanked. And you're like, oh, God. Like this was literally the reverse of that. Of yeah. like things coming out of the hole to grab. Yeah, yeah. And so now you're going to be like never getting anywhere near any hole ever yeah. again. Right. Like so, I, they did like yeah. That's what I was saying. They did some really good like new tropes. They put a spin on old ones and made them like kind of like refreshing. Where you're yeah. like, oh shit, because like honestly, once that happened, once they got the key, that the feely wheelie box was out of my head. Yeah. Like, I was like, all right, cool. We're done with this. Like, this is Yeah, great. I was kind of curious about I was like, I'm pretty sure something else is going to happen. But I was but just I like, no but idea. it's like, but how they played it was all like, yeah. okay, we're done with this stupid um yeah thing. we're done and, with and, this it's haunted we get a we get yeah, it we get it blah 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 yeah. and then all of a sudden it was just like boom, 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 and i was like oh shit um <laughs> oh yeah and then also uh the bracelet thing yeah so there's a bracelet that the warrens had where like you could communicate with your dead relative if you put like a, a token or a um, a keepsake of like basically like a memory like a picture or like a lock of hair or, you know, whatever you want to put in there so you can communicate with them. But I'm assuming that most likely the twist on it is it takes that person's spirit and kind of warps it and twists it. It like finds out like what you feel guilty about. So then it can like actually no focus on that. Uh, no, because I think uh, Lorraine Warren at the end of the movie kind of explained it. Yes, but like I'm saying, like when, whenever she was like do had like the bracelet on, mm-hmm. like whenever she her dad because she was driving the car. Spoilers, obviously, but she was driving the car and she killed her dad. No, no, I know she that felt so bad. And so then whenever she put the bracelet on, then the dad started screaming, "It was your fault!" And it was because she was wearing the bracelet. So I'm saying I think the twist on the bracelet was it's picks out what you're guilty feeling guilty about and why you want to contact that person and it like focus like basically focuses on the negative connotation of that oh i didn't get that from that because at the end with lorraine she goes yes all the items in here are bad but there are ones that actually like can help and i think what lorraine was saying meaning was this item actually isn't cursed this item is actually one that we can actually use like in our our stuff because but every spiritual thing thing that was in there that's evil 
was causing what that it did to was it. was okay. now like yes it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna show your father but it's gonna show you the most brutal version of your father that you do not want to see because you're gonna remember your dad being like oh hey yeah. you know don't okay. worry about it or whatnot that's what I got from it I mean I could have completely been wrong but I thought it was the fact that like she's like no I like your dad's no it wasn't your fault like I spoke with him blah blah. blah. But it was like one of those things where like if she did it where nothing was out of whack or whatnot, I'm pretty sure it would have not been that like, you know, accident dad saying it was your fault because that was her. If you think about it, that was her biggest fear. And that's what all those things yeah. feed off of. Mm-hmm. So um, well, I could basically, be, yeah, negative energy. So but that's what I thought. She, that's what I thought Lorraine was having that conversation with her about letting her know, like, yeah, there are evil spirits in the world, but your dad isn't one of them, and like yeah. not all. No, I agree with that uh, kind of thing. But I could be wrong. I'm always wrong. No, Anyways. I agree with that that part of it. That yeah, like Lorraine was basically saying, like your dad is not mad at you. He doesn't blame you. Like he still loves you and all that kind of stuff. Um, but um, I think I think uh, we're gonna wrap this up. So oh gonna... yeah. So which one was your favorite? Oh, uh, Samurai. Oh okay. Uh, but I was gonna give you the ratings of. Oh, IMDb. IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes, and we'll come up with our rating, and then uh, and the thing because I think we pretty much, like I said, it's like a, it's a pretty short movie. It's only like 146 minutes. Yeah, so um, uh, no, 146. Yeah, 146 minutes. That's two hours and 20 minutes. Oh, hold on. Uh, nope, not gonna give me runtime. Okay, cool. What about you? Oh, an hour and six minutes. There we go. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <clears throat> um, so uh, we'll go with Rotten Tomatoes. They okay. gave it a 64, and the audience scored it at 75. And then we have IMDb, which actually gave it a 7 out of 10. Okay. Uh, so um, so what do you want to use as our rating, our 5 out of 5 this week? I was thinking bracelets. There you go. You're really attached then. Well, I was either thinking bracelets or keys. Uh, bracelets are good. Okay. Uh, so what do you think? And then I would say we'll and then rank this Annabelle movie with the other two Annabelle movies, okay. just the Annabelle movies, not the the rest of the series, because we'll have to do like a breakdown on that at some point. Yeah, um, I would give it a four out of five, and it's really really tough to say which one I like better, Annabelle Creations or Annabelle Comes Home. Okay. Um, Probably, I'm leaning more towards, it's, it's a very, very, very close second mm. Annabelle Comes Home is, because I feel like Annabelle Creations had a bit more story, and I no, feel yeah, like it was a little did. more, like, this one was literally just like, like, it is what it is, it's, it's, it's supposed to be just kind of like, almost like a movie version of a horror, or like a horror house. Yes. And I enjoy it for that, and I really appreciate that they took it that direction, um, and I, again, like I've said this a couple times before, but not on the podcast, I feel like this is the only movie that I know of that really treated it that way, where it was like scare, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. like there was no pause. Yeah. And most movies will like give you a scare and then like a moment to relax and then they attack you again. Like, I don't know of any other movie that's just one after the other, after the other, after the other. I have to change. I have to change the rating. Okay. It's got to be five out of five balls. <laughs> Balls? Why? Bob's got balls. Oh, Bob's got balls. You're right. All right. So uh, I'm saying it's four out of five balls because I forgot about Bob's I t- balls. I just thought of it when I was just like, oh, shit. 
Uh, yeah, mine's like mine's up there. Mine's a four out of five balls. Um, it, it's a fun movie. Uh, like I said, like you said, and I totally agree. Yeah, the, the story it's a, it's a very basic story. Like I felt Annabelle Creations had a really good backstory, and then just how they did that movie it was just like this nonstop, like holy fuck, and then it just kind of ends with that. Yeah, eeriness, and then you're like, oh shit, you know, kind of thing. And then, uh, but yeah, this one I like because it was like, yeah, I'd probably have to say this is definitely probably number two, uh, but it was fun. I did enjoy the movie. I liked the jump scares. I liked yeah. uh, how it just kept going and going and going, and just I think all the just all the different monsters and creatures and everything yeah. in there, and you just like opens this world of just like it opens oh, this fuck. world of lore where like I'm just like, oh my god, I want to know everything about everyone. Yeah, you know, so it's just it's one of those kind of crazy. <laughs> oh. Uh, one last question. Mm-hmm. Besides the samurai, mm-hmm. what item in that room that we saw basically like stuff made out of, what item in that room would you want to see like a spinoff movie created on? Because I already know the samurai because you and I both really want to see the samurai uh, Probably the ferryman because okay. I'm really curious about that. Uh, the bride story I think is like open and done. Obviously it's like, oh, she went crazy. She murdered a bunch of people. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably that. See, mine would be the feely wheely thing. I really want to know how that thing got possessed because it's like a kids game. So I'm kind of curious if it's like, like some sort of like a Ouija board type of thing where like they were trying to like, like some or like some sort of like weird ritual went on with it or what. But I feel like that one would have an interesting backstory. Mm. I feel like they need to just make a show and just like, like Warren. They, Netflix original series, The Warren Museum. Yeah. And, and then like, you basically just find the item and then there's the story about the item. Yes, exactly. You could e- you could either like you could Netflix, make it Netflix, give me money. Yeah, you could make it like a fictional one or you could even do like a like sort of like a how they did lore where they like show the item, they talk yeah, about yeah. it and then have like the reenactment Ooh, of it. Yeah, I can go so, for either or. Because either way it would be awesome and I really want this now. Netflix, get on that, because you're totally listening to this. Welcome to the Warren's Haunted Museum. <laughs> I would love to have this a This week, we have Dave Mustaine. <laughs> oh, God. I'm trapped in a box. And you're never getting out, Dave Mustaine. It's fucking alright. You just it's fucking a syrup and do your fucking thing, you know? <laughs> just gotta fucking grab it. I've always said that I want to see a discussion between Ozzy Osbourne and Keith Richards because nobody would be able to understand what the fuck either one is saying. Sharon! <laughs> Except for Sharon and fucking. Sharon fucking, you know, you just gotta roll in with his fucking, you know, you just. This is fucking. They both just fall asleep. <laughs> Sean! <laughs> Sean! I forget. I forget the fucking place. Just you know, you have a all of the drinks and they give you, and you fucking go to the store and Sean! <laughs> When did I lose control? A long time ago. Yes. But anyways, uh, I think that's going to wrap up this episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. Thank you all for listening and being put through this misery. Uh, I'm Steve-O. And I'm Lynch A. And until next time. Carpe Noctum.
This has been a fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. Sharon! Dave Mustaine! How do I get out of this box?